Okay, so today I want to, since Rosh Hashanah is approaching rapidly, I want to focus a little bit on the love that Hashem has for Jewish people, because that has to be like the the foundation, the bedrock of all of our avoida. That means, even though there's a lot of yira, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of you know, looking into our deeds. There's a lot of self-awareness, which is not the most comfortable thing in the world. There's changes that we have to make in life. You know, it's a very serious time. But we have to understand that the bedrock, the foundation, <clears throat> is to remember that this is all stemming from, like what's the root of all this whole thing is, is really that the Jewish people and Hashem have a relationship, okay? There's a certain connection. There's a certain yachas. Am kirovo. Hashem is, we are like His relatives, right? So we have a certain very, very deep, deep, deep connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because actually, our essence is a chelek elekaim himal. is a piece of Hashem, whatever that means exactly. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu implanted in us a piece of himself. And therefore the Neshama, even though it's created, it's not the Boire, it's created. So this is a very deep philosophical concept, which is not for today's Shmuz, but you could have something that was created, but still it's called Echelek Eloikai Mimah. It's still called a piece of Hashem. And this Neshama always yearns, deep, deep down within ourselves, always yearns to connect with the Source which is Hashem. But this love that we have deep, deep inside of us to Hashem, that always, if we can identify with the deep part of ourselves, wants to be close to Hashem. But the rule is, meaning just like when you look in the water and you see your reflection in the water, so too does love works that way as well. As much as we're able to tap into the inside of ourselves, to want to love Hashem, that triggers that Hashem wants to love us. That's a relationship going on. And sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes the initiative in the relationship. He comes to be uh, inspire and awaken the love in us, and that's how we get awakened for the love. So everything is about relationship. That's a deeper background behind everything. That means that when we did Averot, what we were doing in essence was breaking the relationship. We were going after false gods. We were going after things that are anti-Hashem. We were pledging allegiance to a different king. The Yetzirah is also called a king. Melech Zokin Uksil he's called. It's called a king. So we were pledging allegiance to someone else. And that was a betrayal right? So we break that relationship. Okay? So tshuva is restoring the relationship. So the inner core of tshuva, the inner core of tshuva, and what's the driving force in tshuva always has to be ahavat Hashem, the love of Hashem. Because what am I doing this tshuva for? I could do tshuva meira, that's a low level that I can do tshuva because I don't want to get punished. But the real tshuva, 
and the level that we want to reach, even if we start with Tshuva Meira, but we want to get the Tshuva Ma'ava because that's the real thing, that the driving force has to be to restore the relationship, okay? But we're seeing, we're going to show you that Hashem is very interested that that should be intact, the relationship. First, I want to bring out a point, a very interesting point in tefillah, right? The only biracha that we see that it says harotze, that Hashem wants this, is by tshuva. Baruch Hashem, harotze b'teshuva. Hashem wants teshuva. Now, in Parnassah, let's say, Barichenu, Barichalenu, we don't say Baruch Hashem, harotze b'parnassah. We don't say harotze b'daat. All these other things, we don't say harotze. Why not? Why only when it comes to tshuva, Hashem is right to be tshuva? Doesn't Hashem want you to have parnasa? Of course He wants you to have parnasa. Doesn't He want you to have refua? Of course He wants you to have refua, right? So why in those brachas it doesn't say haroitze be tshuva, haroitze be refua, haroitze be parnasa, right? So the answer, it's a very deep subject, which I can't go to the full scope of the subject today, but just to bring out one point. That in every situation a person's in, there's also a place for him to get close to Hashem and serve Hashem in that place also. That means when he's poor and he's lacking parnasa, he could still, in his poverty, have a close relationship with Hashem. He could also do avodat Hashem. Now he's davening that his matzav should change. And he wants to be able to serve Hashem in an easier a different type of situation. He's allowed to pray for that. But I can't say Hashem is Reitze Bepanosa because then he would be not Reitze Baanirs. He would not want the Matzah Baanirs. means he was basically saying there's nothing to do in poverty. There's no connection you can have with me in poverty and therefore I want you to have Panosa. It's not true. You can have a connection with Hashem in poverty too. Right? But when a person goes into sinning, the whole matzav is he broke the relationship. So over here, there's nothing to do. It's only roitzah b'tshuv. It's all he wants, is to restore the relationship. So already from that bracha you see that Hashem only has one interest in mind when a Jewish person sins. He wants him to come back. That's it. There's nothing I can do with you here. You have to come back to me and I want you to come back. So that's an expression of Hashem's will which shows Hashem's investment and love and wants the relationship to be chazak. You understand? That's a very important insight. Now, if you look in the beginning of the Shari Tshuva, I quoted here in my new Sefer, the Shari Tshuva says something fascinating about Tshuva, which is an eye-opener, okay? It says over here that HaKadosh Baruch Hu he created for us a derech, a path of tshuva. And it says in Rabbi Yoyna that, let me see if I can find it here quickly. Rabbi Yoyna says, Meroiv tuvoi v'yoshroi. The reason why Hashem gave us the process of tshuva is because Hashem is yashar, is straight. Straight. He has yashras. He's a just. Right? He's fair. He has yashras. 
And then it says like this, Lerov Tuvo Vyoshlo, because he's good, he's kind, he's giving, he's caring, and he's straight. And therefore, Kihu Yada Yitzram. He knows that we have a Yitzhara. He knows that life is not easy. He knows there's so many Nasyanis, and he knows that people can fall. So, uh, being that he's good, and he's straight, and he knows that people can fall, that's why he gave us tshuva. Shenema, like it says in the Pasuk. Tov yashar Hashem. Good and straight is Hashem. Alken, and therefore, Yoreh hataim badarach. He teaches the sinners the path home. That's what Rabbi Yerina says. Got it? So it sounds like from this Rabbi Yerina, that tshuva is something that fits with the right thing to do. With mishpat, it makes sense. This is the right thing to do. You put a person to a world, of course you want him to achieve, but you give him a system that's so strong, difficult, and there's so many nisyanis, and he has a huge yetzahara, and the Gemara says, Without Hashem's help, you can't do fight the yetzahara. It's a very complicated war. So, it makes sense that Hashem, who's kind and straight is not going to put you in a situation where you're going to fail. So he gives you a method by which to come back. Good? The cash is that it doesn't fit with many chazals. One chazal, famous one, in Yerushalmi, it says, Sho'alu lechokma. They asked wisdom. Choyte ma'oinshoy. A person who sins, what should be his punish? Punishment. Uh, a person who's a sinner should be uh, a life of suffering. There's no hope for this guy. He can never come back. He only has to be punished. They asked prophecy. How will we punish a sinner? There's no way in life that he could be rectified. He has to die. So asked Hashem, and he said, Meaning, even Torah says over there, right? There's, they, they don't have the eights of tshuva. Tshuva eights doesn't make sense. Doesn't fit. So it's only coming from Hashem. Hashem created a derech to tshuva, which is above nevuah, above Torah, above chachma. It's like a big chidush. It's really a miracle. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work with the world the way it's supposed to run. So it sounds like a contradiction. On one hand, he told me, Toi v'yosher Hashem. Ki hu He knows them. You know, it's just it makes sense. It's the right thing to do. So if it's the right thing to do, then Chochma should also be maskim that tshuva should work. Nevuah should also be maskim that nevuah should work. The Torah should be maskim that tshuva should work. So why is it a chiddush? Right? We got the shaila. It's a very big question. You understand it? So here's the deep yisait. There's a lot of yisait, but we'll say this yisait. Very deep yisait. There's something called. There's three midot that we see. We have a midah called chesed, 
giving, kindness. There's a meter called din. Din means everything has to be deserved. Letter of the law. Then there's something in the middle, and it's called rachamim, mercy. Okay, now I want to explain this. Midas HaChesed, the pure Midas HaChesed, the Midas of giving, doesn't look at the recipient. It only gives. It's from the giver. It's not a connection between the recipient and the giver. Meaning, if I have a Midas HaChesed, I use Midas HaChesed pure, that means I may give to people that are not deserving. I may give people that the gift that I give them may be used in a bad way. If I take my child and I give him a thousand dollars, he's going to buy stupid things with it, right? But chesed is coming from the giver. The giver gives chesed, right? When you put chesed, let's go to din. The din is the opposite side of the spectrum. Din always says, I go with the letter of the law. You deserve, you deserve punishment, you deserve reward. I go with the letter of the law, and I don't take your personal situation into consideration, right? Let's say a guy, a kid, ran away from the cops. Cop comes to call him over, he runs away from the cop, right? The letter of the law says, you are eluding the cop, this is the oinish. So if the kid comes and says, listen, it was my first offense, I panicked. I didn't realize I haven't got caught pulled over by a cop before. That would be taking the kid into consideration, right? Working the din equal to the recipient of the din. That's called rachamim. Same thing with chesed. Chesed is I take the receiver into consideration. Midas din says don't give this guy nothing. Midas chesed says I want to give him, right? So rachamim will infuse the two things and say, listen, I'll give him a little bit, a little bit. I'll train him how to take money. I'll teach him how to use it. Slowly, slowly, he'll learn the value of money. And then I'll give him more, right? So I'm working with the recipient. Understand? Rachamim always works with the person, the person who's receiving. Midas HaChesed just goes full throttle. Chesed straight. Midas HaDin goes full throttle. Letter of the law. Not taking the recipient into consideration at all. Got it? Now, Hashem created the world with Midas Haddin. Now, Midas Haddin is not a personal relationship with the person who's getting the din. It's just Midas Haddin. The system is like this. You do a chet, this is what happens. Nefesh achetas, tamut. Nefesh achetas, that ra'ash chasem. You had a right to pledge allegiance to Hashem, you chose differently. Right? If let's say a guy <clears throat> has a Bechira not to snort cocaine, you know, he has a Bechira to that, right? If he does it two times, now his body has become addicted to it. Okay? He could say sorry as much as he likes, you know? He just ruined his reality. Now he's sick. Right? So you had a good body, you had a good neshama, you had a good everything, and then you chose to do something damaging. The metzias of the zaches that are damages, and that's it. What should I do for you? Me did. So what's tshuva? 
Tshuva has to come only from Hashem because Hashem is looking for a relationship. It's a yachas. It's a yachas with the person. That means I take the person into consideration. Ah, this guy, he sinned. It's true, he sinned. But I know his upbringing. I know his yetzer. I know his weaknesses. And kefi, what his weaknesses are, his nature, his upbringing, and all his circumstances in life, for this guy, it's not such a big avlo. It's not so bad. He could be much worse. From the community he grew up in, he could be much worse. So now I took the guy into consideration and I made alterations to the din based on the guy's circumstances. That's called Rachmanus. So now it's not a steer in Chazal anymore. Because it says, Sho'alu What's going to be with the Chaita? So they're talking in Midas Hadin. In Midas Hadin, there's no hope for the guy. They asked Hashem, and Hashem said, let him do tshuva v'yishap eloi. What does that mean? Rabbeinu Yaina. Ki l'roif tuvoi v'yoshroi, ki hu yadai yitzram. He knows the guy. I have a personal relationship with him, and therefore, I see that he's not as bad. That means I'm bringing rachamim into din. <clears throat> In the, in the veldt of Rachamim, in the veldt of taking the person into consideration, the world of taking the person into consideration, then it's Toivi Yosha Hashem. Toivi Yosha Hashem is in the world of Rachamim. There's no Toivi Yosha in the world of Midas Hadin. In the Midas Hadin, I don't know you. I just know what you did, and you broke the law, and this is the Metzius. That means a judge, officially, if a judge is a Midas Hadin guy, I don't know who this kid is, you know. This is what the law is. He broke the law. Right? So even in our justice system, sometimes they take Rachamim into consideration, right? They'll have the parents come, they'll have the rabbi come and say, listen, he's a good kid. Take into consideration. If you're going to throw him in jail, it's going to cause the family to fall apart and we're going to have more problems. Like they try to... Ma'ir Rachamim. What's Ma'ir Rachamim? Taking the guy into consideration. That's Rachamim. Right? So that's how we reconcile the two things. But again, our shmuz today is that we're understanding that the bedrock, the foundation, the aside of the whole truth of process is the manifestation of Hashem's personal relationship with us. And He wants us to be restore that relationship. He wants to restore that relationship. And once he's working with us in a personal way, that's when he says, I found a derech. It's called tshuva. Tshuva was found as a derech in the world of Rachamim. And that's really what the Mesil Sisharim says. And the Mesil Sisharim says that tshuva is Rachamim and it's not soiser din legamre. Because the world has to work with me, this I did. It has to. Can't have a world that's uh, a free-for-all. So you have to work with Racham. And Racham has, has system to it. It's not a hefker. But Racham, the point of Racham, the deeper inner core of Racham is relationship with the person. And therefore, I'm working this guy, the din, equaling with the guy. 
So that's, I think, a very important yesai to know before we go into this whole avoida of Aserasimei Tshuva, that the driving force behind it is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's avatars, and then we have to mimoir the avatar Hashem, and that's why we spoke yesterday, that Rabbi Yerina says that that if a person tries to do tshuva, then Hashem will help him until he reaches Avas Hashem. So we say, what's Avas Hashem? Have to do with tshuva. And the answer is because tshuva is, the real tshuva is the driving force in tshuva is to restore the relationship, which is in essence Avas Hashem. Okay, we'll stop here for Selichot.